I'm Sylvia Tam, and you're listening to Mompreneurs Raising Kidpreneurs, a weekly snack and chat with amazing moms about how they raise their kids to live an entrepreneurial lifestyle. So let's hop into today's show and grow healthy families and businesses together. Welcome to another episode of Mompreneurs Raising Kidpreneurs. I'm your host, Sylvia Tam. And with me on this episode is Sherry Weller. She is out of, based out of Arizona. I'm not going to tell you where. I'll let her say that. <laughs> uh, and she is definitely one of our uh, senior mompreneurs. She's got some wisdom to share in her story. So welcome on the show, Sherry. Hi, Sylvia. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. And I, and I know, like, I mean, we have only spoken a few times. This is our second time, but I know where you're like, where your story started. And it's uh, good for a, a lot of our listeners to get a feel for, you know, going from one world to another. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Let's, yeah. Let's have you um, do a little introduction on where you're from, what you do and about your family and your kid printer. Sure. So I grew up in Northern California, San Francisco Bay Area. I grew up in a very traditional family. Both my parents were very into education. So I grew up knowing that I was going to college, knowing I was going to get a degree and knowing that I was going to go get a job because that's what we did back then. Yeah. (laughs) um, So that's the route that I took. I moved from California to Arizona. I went to Arizona State University got a marketing degree and immediately went into corporate America. I worked for several different fortune 500 companies. And then like a lot of moms, things changed when my first son was born. You know, I climbed the corporate ladder. I, you know, had the nice expense accounts. I got to do a lot of entertaining, but that just wasn't what I wanted to do when my son was born. And so I was able to, It's a long story that I won't share with everyone, but the the last straw was really, um, there were two things. One, I was the only woman doing my job and I was paid just a fraction of what all the men were being paid, come to find out that later. And after I went back to work, after my son was born, I ended up getting really sick. I was in the hospital with double pneumonia for about two weeks. And as I was in the hospital, people started interviewing for my job. And that was pretty much the last straw. I told my husband, like, you know, it took us a while to have kids. I wanted to be home. I wanted to be a mom. And so I quit the corporate world and happily stayed at home for a little while. And then 9-11 hit and everything changed as far as the economy. Mm -hmm. And for me too, I love being a stay-at-home mom, but I really wanted to contribute financially to our household. I wanted to be the best mom that I could be, but I also wanted to give back and make a bigger impact in the whole world, not just in my family. You know, I I really have a servant's heart. I love to help other people. And so I started to look for ways that I could stay at home and did a a couple home-based businesses. Um, None of them at the beginning were really what, what helped us financially. And then in 2005, um, I joined a network marketing company that I was actually with for over 17 years and recently resigned from that to become part of another company that I just, I fell in love with their vision and leadership and just really wanted, again, to make a bigger impact. Wow. So you got to tell us more about that one afterwards, right? I will definitely do that. But when I started, my boys were six and one. Um, I had two boys and 
really all that they remember, they don't remember me working corporate. They just remember me being at home for everything that they needed, but also building a business at home. And that has really translated in both of them, different journeys, but knowing the importance of, you know, family and, you know, that family life balance. Mm -hmm. So your boys, you have two boys. Yes. And um, their ages and their names. So my oldest is Jacob. He's 24. And my youngest is Kyle and he is 18. And we've actually started business together. He, he caught the entrepreneurial bug. As I said, he was one when I started and that's all that he knows. And he just can't even imagine himself working a nine to five doing that. And so, um, I've been helping with helping him with two businesses and, um, we're, we're partners together in a business. So it's been a lot of fun just watching his development and, you know, seeing, you know, leaving that legacy for my kids has always been important, but to see him kind of following in my footsteps is really special. It is. It sounds so special. How old did he start actually doing something in the business um, environment? So, you know, he started kind of getting the bug at 16, um, but really more focused at 17. You know, he was and, you know, he's graduating high school next week. It's his last week. And then he'll be graduating high school, but he missed out on a lot of high school um, because of, you know, being shut down. So he did a lot of online school and just realized that there was more to life than, you know, just going to school and getting a job, <laughs> you know, all the things that I was taught. Yeah. Uh, so he really found his passion during that time, like the end of his sophomore year in high school, uh, he really developed a passion for fitness and nutrition. And that's, you know, what started off as, you know, kind of an escape from everything that was going on in the world turned into his passion. And now he wants it to be his career. Right. You know, you actually made me put a thought in my head. I have a realization that, um, you know, with our history and and economics and everything, there's always milestones throughout the years. And I think if we ever go back in time and, and evaluate how many businesses started in the youth division during the past two years, like, right. I think it's quite a lot. It sparked same for my kids too, because they finally had empty time. So I think that is something that we should all think about is that we should never book our schedules back to back to back. There needs to be some empty space for us to think and create. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like what's all happened, right? Yeah. Uh, So I I love that you're, you know, you're already showing them what it's like, how happy it can be, how tough it can be. What kind of entrepreneurial um, lifestyle habits would you say has really helped you and helped your, your sons both, especially Kyle, uh, continue that entrepreneurial spirit? So I think a couple things, I think time management has been a, a good skill, just knowing that there, you know, is time for family, but there's also time for business. Um, I think, you know, fitness and nutrition is very important in our family and, you know, taking time to exercise, to get your mind clear, you know, there's so, especially again, over the last couple of years with the way that the world has been, it's been really important to take care of not only our physical health, but our mental health as well. 
And so having that entrepreneurial lifestyle has, you know, allowed us to really um, embrace both of those areas and focus on them as opposed to, you know, maybe just being at a full-time job all day long. Well, I, I can imagine going to Arizona. It's one of the places I've visited many times. I can't imagine like the summertime. Um, it's so hot. I mean, you can't even breathe. I can only think that your exercise routine has to be pretty well-timed. You know, you have to choose the right times or you have to have a really good indoor schedule to keep up with it, right? Right. Well, the gyms are all air conditioned. Everyone has pools. Um, you know, today, I think it got to a hundred for the first time, but you know, I was able to get in a hike this morning and I think yeah. we just get used to it. You yeah. Know, yeah. Much easier being in the heat than in the, the colder, the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. There's a whole, like, who, what do you like better heat or, or coldness, right? Yep, um, heat every day because we could still go outside and, you know, as I said, gyms are all air conditioned. Yeah. So get that routine in. Absolutely. And I think it's great that uh, more and more gyms are opening to younger, younger audiences or members, I should say, which gives them that habit to, you know, it's not just for adults, it's for kids too. Right. Um, and yeah, so I was going to ask you too. Uh, it's a question that I love asking. I talk, we talk a lot on this episode, on this podcast about our three brains. So our head brain, which is our creativity, productivity, our heart brain, which is our self-care and gut health. And then our, no, sorry, heart is our kindness, which is our kindness, right? Heart is for kindness and our gut brain, which is for self-care and foods that we eat. What would you say attributes to the entrepreneurial lifestyle of your kids proportionally percentage-wise amongst those three brains? So both my son and I are really into fitness and nutrition. So the gut health for me, especially when I'm working with, with clients, that's where I start with everything. So from a percentage, that would probably be 60, um, you know, 55, 60, and then the heart would be next. And then the productivity would be for me last. Um, so I'd say maybe 60, 20, 20, or, you know, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Do you think it's because when you're in your best state of being taken care of that it leads to better moods for the kindness to happen, your purpose and passion for 100%. your head to come in with, do you think that's a whole trickle effect? Yep. And in fact, I, I teach, you know, if you don't have good gut health, you're not going to be healthy and you're not going to be happy because your immune system's in your gut, your serotonin, your happy hormone is in your gut. And so I spend a lot of time making sure that my nutrition is, is really up to par, that I'm taking the right supplements. And, you know, then at the same time, reading the right books, listening to the right things, you know, getting the, the head space all clear too, but you can do all of that if you're feeling healthy and you're feeling energized. Yeah, I think too, right? Because to continue what you're saying, like the gut health requires you to initiate. You have to put yourself into that habit. Whereas the head brain, creativity, productivity, once you kickstart it, it doesn't stop. Right. Right. You, you just, it just flows and you just can't stop working. So that's why 
it sounds like you put a lot more into your gut health. So I guess it's a given that your tip for us today, if you choose the three brains to choose one brain, I guess would be the gut brain. So what was a good tip? Yeah. What's a good tip that you have for us? Um, a couple, I always recommend, you know, a good pre and probiotic to help with the, the gut health. If you're not on one of those, I do recommend that, but then just looking at the foods that you eat. Um, I love, there's a lot of different, if, even if you just Google alkalinity versus acidic foods, you know, going toward the more alkaline foods. I, um, I like using the analogy of a swimming pool you know, especially since I live in Arizona, if you've got a green swimming pool, there's a lot of, you know, algae stuff floating around. It's very acidic. And so you can see that. So you put chlorine, you put your chemicals in to get it more alkaline. Then you want to jump in and go swimming because it's nice and clean. You know, our gut health is the same way. We get very acidic and yucky stuff happening in our gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can't see it as green, but we can feel it with fatigue, with headaches, you know, foggy thinking, all of those things. And so instead of throwing chemicals and chlorine into your gut, you know, just a, a good pre and probiotic and good, healthy, you know, lean proteins, green vegetables, all those things will help clean out your gut. And then with that, you get more energy. So you can be more creative and more productive. So that that's my tip for that. Eating I more- think- foods and making sure you take care of your gut health. I think the whole analogy of the pool is really good because I can only think right now of like if I had a window or a glass on my on my digestive system right now, I'm imagining what kind of pool do I have in here? And, and you're right, because if we can't see it, we have to listen and feel it. And sometimes when we're too busy, we actually oversee those things. Right. Right. And I think that a lot of us, when we do get like sick, it's because it wasn't just there overnight. It was there over a period of time that we didn't pay attention to hear or see the signs. Exactly. And I mean, there's just so many things that you can do to make your, your gut health stronger, to make your immune system stronger. I mean, just going outside, getting your D3, that's one of the, the best things you can do. Totally free. You know, yeah. just get some sunshine every day, walk around. There's a lot of little things that you can do to boost your, your immune system. So whatever you can do to do that, that's going to help with your gut health too. Can, can you also just do a little bit of a review of what kind of foods um, are acidic and, or, or what causes acidic environment in our digestion and what are alkaline? What can you give us some examples? Sure. I mean, probably the most acidic things that you don't want to put in your, your body are sugar related. Um, sodas are one of the worst things that you can consume. The bad sugar versus the good sugar or all sugars? Um, mostly the bad artificial type sugars, you know, the high fructose corn syrup. Right. Um, there are a lot of healthier sweeteners that you can use. It's just, there, there's sugar in just about everything and exactly. very addictive. It's very acidic and inflammatory. Um, I kind of interchange acidic acidity and inflammation and inflammation is the root of just about all diseases and symptoms um, caught are caused from inflammation and sugar is something that really causes inflammation. Um, dairy causes a lot of inflammation gluten causes inflammation. So those are the things that I try and 
limit or stay clear of. Whereas things like, you know, berries, green leafy vegetables, leaner proteins, those are all much more alkaline. And, you know, for me, it's not about dieting. It's not about being perfect. It's just listening to your own body and making those small little changes that over time are going to lead to more health. I agree. Cause the whole diet, the word diet has the word die in it. Right. We don't want to talk about that all the time. No. It's better just to go with how you feel because everyone is different and you don't have to have a label and you don't have to, um, you know, report to anybody. Oh, I am this way. So, you know, I can't be seen eating this way. Like it's, it's too much to put onto yourself when, right. The purpose of food is to keep us going. <laughs> and I mean, that's the whole, if you look at the word diet versus the word health, the first four letter, letters of health are heal. Uh-huh. Oh, true. Yeah. Our food is designed to do. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, so many people use food as comfort, as an escape, and it's not necessarily to fuel our body, but our food is designed to fuel our body. And so it's mm-hmm. just really listening to your own body to see what fuels it the best. I think too is one thing that I think a lot of moms, maybe teens too, uh, might attribute to the alkaline acidic level balance would be sleep too, right? Like your stress will go down if you get enough sleep because otherwise you're running on a stressful because you don't have enough hours and you just kind of let that be. And then you will crave more acidic foods, I think. Right. Well, and the thing is, I, I like to tell people just detox your life, whether it's your food, the thoughts you're thinking, because so many of us have toxic thoughts, toxic people that we hang around, you know, all that negativity that causes stress on our bodies, um, food, things that we're putting, you know, in and on our bodies. There's so many toxins out there. And if you can just be cognizant of how you feel when you're around these things, whether it's just being around negative people, um, that causes stress and, you know, that, that all, everything is all intertwined. And I think too, in case, you know, those negative people are people you cannot not hang around, (laughs) right? We do have some of them. I think, um, always knowing that everyone has a different form of communication, even Mm -hmm. their form of love language, their, their, their talent, their way of thinking is all different. So never let it get into you personally, but just knowing that, right, that's how they are. And so how you respond to that negativity is probably going to be more important than the actual negativity itself. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. So my head is going in always. I I love whenever we talk about deep conversations like this, because it, it really is, can be very complicated. But when you speak it out, it actually feels really good. And it comes back down to the simplicity of the fundamentals, right? Just, right, um, right you got to hear yourself out. And that's what these these conversations are about. So Sherry, um, we talked about our tip, right? What if I asked you for a word of the week that we should all reflect on? What would you choose? And there are many words, so. Many words and um, every year I choose a word of the year and this year, my, the word of my year is faith and it doesn't have to be religious. It's just, 
you know, I, I think a lot of people have lost a lot of faith the last couple of years and um, whether it's faith in yourself, being able to achieve the goals that you want to believe, whether it's a higher purpose, higher being, um, just having faith that things will work out the way that they're supposed to. That is true because faith in something you don't see yet. Yes. Right. Like, oh, I want to do this, but I'm only here. You just have right. to believe in that process and just believe in yourself. Yes. Thank you for that word, faith. As I said, I recently left a 17-year business to start all over again. <laughs> and so that took a lot of faith. And looking back, I did the same thing, you know, when my boys were little. And I left a, a nice, cushy, secure corporate job to be a mom and to, to start over. And so um, everything this year for me has really come full circle. And it's been the faith that has gotten me through. That's, that's, that's a very, a big, a big leap of faith, right? Like you really have to think about whether this is going to happen. And, and sometimes it's a gut feel. Exactly. Right? Following your intuition. And I think, especially as women, as moms, I think we just kind of have that gut instinct and, you know, that, that, little tug. <laughs> and so that, that tug is what got me to uh, take that leap of faith. Yeah. When, when you're asked a question and the first thing that comes to your mind is sometimes it's the, probably the best way to make decisions. You know, sometimes we think, oh my gosh, I got to sleep on it. Right. But sometimes you just, it's a fear of choosing the wrong more so than it really is. If you're healthy and you're, you're confident with your well-being, your state, that decision should more or less be there. But it's sometimes tied with so many other fears that you're just afraid to commit to the decision. So if we just think that if we take care of our health, that our decisions will be the best decisions and that we're not fearful of the outcome, because life is about making mistakes and learning from them, then we have a simpler, less, less going on in our brain and we have more time to enjoy life, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we can worry about every little decision because at the time, if it's the best that you can do, it's the best that you can do. Yes. Well, cheers to uh, good gut health. I am with you on that because I am in the gut health food business, as you know. And so I am going actually to talk about now what we're having for our snack and chat today. Now, can I go first? Because I'm actually quite excited about mine. I want to hear what you're eating. Okay. Because I usually let the guests go first, but I actually want to share this one. So um, my products are actually made and sourced in Taiwan because they're very popular for sweet potatoes, especially the purple ones. And they have a museum out there. That's just wow. about sweet potatoes. Yeah, it's that crazy. Yeah. And um, their products are actually, I'm seeing them in some Asian supermarkets. So this is something that is convenient. It definitely can be made on your own. But for the busy moms, I'm showing you right now. It's a box. It's actually in the frozen section. And it's called a frozen baked purple sweet potatoes. Uh, the brand is KK Orchard. So I don't think they really have you know, any like website links or anything like that. It's more like just popping into a, a supermarket and seeing if they have it in the frozen aisle. So they're ready to go in there. The processing has made it so, um, uh, I guess it's like freeze dried, really not freeze dried, 
free, frozen. I can't remember the, the terminology. Um, quick freeze, something like that. So you just pop it in either to the microwave for like a minute and they are delicious. Super delicious. Potatoes. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen those here in Arizona. So I'm yeah, gonna- you have to look for them, look for them. And then also too is um, a trick is just to leave it out of the counter for a little bit. And when you go back to eat it, because it's still a little bit frozen, you can scoop it with a spoon like ice cream. <gasps> Yum. Yum, right? <laughs> That's why I was so excited because I had mine already today. So, Oh, yum. Yeah. All right. So what are you having? So I'm actually drinking a shake right now. Um, I did a hike this morning and I just, I, I don't get enough protein unless I supplement it with a shake during the day. I'd like to have at least 50% to 75% of my body weight in, um, grams of protein a day. And so I have a, a great vegan shake. I put greens in it. I put some berries in it and then a healthy fat. So it can be a meal replacement or I use it as a snack just to make sure that I get enough protein during the day. That is so useful. Having a, 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 a shake for a snack. I okay. love what brand are you using? Well, I happen to be representing Q Sciences. And so that is my, my shake. It's a vegan <laughs> shake. There's no sugar in it. Tastes delicious. And um, I use almond milk and ice. Tastes like a milkshake without all the, the calories and the, the dairy. So I, I do it all vegan. That's- Sounds really good. I do like my shakes vegan. (laughs) Right, right. No, that sounds really good. I mean, because you can actually, I've seen these like little um, mixers. I mean, you could just mix these ones, right? You can just like keep the powder in the container and and just add water or add milk. You can shake it. I like it like a a shake. So I do, I put the ice, I have a little bullet. So individual size, fill it up and then just put in a cold um, cup. Okay. I'm going to have to try that. I usually think that you have to mix it and then drink it right away. But if you can mix it and let it out, that's convenient. Yeah. Well, and I love the, you know, the stainless steel cups that keep things cold for a long time. Yeah. Those are really, really convenient podcast. And then I can go enjoy it. (laughs) That's great. Well, we'll have to share. So where can we learn more about you, about what you do and about, you know, the products that you currently love enjoying? Yes. So um, people can just email me directly, sherry at sherryweller.com. And then I can send you a link to my website if you'd like that and put in the the notes. But sherry is S-H-A-R-I at sherryweller, W-E-L-L-E-R.com. Oh, that's easy to remember. Easy to remember. Yeah, I think that'd be perfect. So that they we that way they can reach to reach you, um, as well as also visit your website to learn more about what you do. Yes, and SherryWeller.com will take you directly to my website as well. Perfect. That's great. I can't wait to come and visit Arizona this time. Have a new friend to say yeah. hello to. <laughs> Anytime. Probably awesome. don't come in the summer if the the heat isn't your thing. <laughs> I have learned my lesson. I actually am not afraid of heat but I am afraid of mosquitoes. So that's what keeps me away. <laughs> we don't have that many mosquitoes because it's oh, a dry really? heat. But we have those. Scorpion- time. Really? Oh, no, things not- must be changing. What's that? 
I think things must be changing because um, we don't have, we didn't have mosquitoes in California before. And then the last two years, we've been getting a lot of mosquitoes. So environments are changing. Climate is changing. <laughs> well, thank you, Sherry, for sharing all of that with us today, all those tips and um, all the best. Oh, we didn't even mention your son, Kyle, is actually yeah. working on your business with you. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll definitely continue to keep in touch and and, uh, and see, you know, where you and Kyle go from there. Yes, absolutely. He just, he passed his personal training certification. So he wants to be a personal trainer for the fitness side. And then he's a brand ambassador for Q Sciences as well. So getting the nutrition and fitness all at the same time. What a great role model for all the other, other youth out there. Yes, I love it. Train young people. He, he transformed his life through fitness and nutrition. And so he really has a heart to help other young people do the same thing. That, that always warms my heart. And so please send us our biggest regards and we will keep supporting one another. So thank you so much, Sherry. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mompreneurs Raising Kidpreneurs. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give us a review. Join us in the Facebook group Mompreneurs Raising Kidpreneurs to continue this awesome conversation. And share this show with mompreneurs you know so we can grow healthy families and businesses together. See you next week.